It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Millennial Money Guide. Now, all of us know that school is really expensive, but how expensive is it really? The average cost of a four-year university degree in 2022 is $48,000, and that's taking into consideration that the student is living at home. For someone that's living in residence, on average, you can expect your degree to cost you upwards of $96,000. So knowing that post-secondary is only becoming more expensive, what are you doing today to save for your child? And for those of you that don't have children, just think about the fact that one day you might aspire to have children. And if today on average it costs $96,000, I can guarantee it's not going to get any cheaper. So today's episode is all about four smart ways to save for your child's education. In today's episode, I'll also talk about government grants that you may not know are actually available that you could potentially apply for down the road. When you first have a child, you're concerned about doing the right thing. You have this little baby that has so much potential and hearing that you might not be able to afford their education makes it very hard. So whether you've started saving up for your little one's tuition or maybe you've put some money aside and you don't know what to do with it, this episode is for you. As a parent, I would recommend starting to put a little bit of money aside right when the baby is only a few months old. Even if it's only $25 or $50 a month, make something happen. Put money aside for them. So how exactly do you do this in Canada? Well, you start by opening up an RESP. A registered education savings plan is the easiest way to save and grow your child's education fund. Well, how exactly do RESPs work? An RESP is a tax-preferred savings plan designed to help you save for your child's post-secondary schooling. With this plan, the government matches 20% of your annual contributions up to $500 per year, with a lifetime maximum of $7,200 per child. That's essentially more than $7,000 that you're getting for free, plus whatever investment growth that money generates while it's in the plan. And that's one of the most commonly missteps is when people have an RESP, even an RRSP or a TFSA, they put money into this high interest savings account. Great, it's sitting there and you've made the contribution, but you need to invest it to really maximize on the growth. Another tax advantage that comes with this money is that when the money is taken out, so for example, when the child goes to post-secondary, the taxable portion of the withdrawal will be taxed in your low earnings or your no earnings child's hands rather than yours. So if you're wondering, well, I really don't think I have additional money to contribute into an RESP plan. What a lot of parents fail to understand is that when you open up an RESP it can be extremely flexible. If you can't commit to investing $20 or $50 every month, then don't worry. It's okay. You can wait until you get cash or a gift from a family member like a parent or a grandparent, and you can make a lump sum payment into the plan. 
Another tip that I recommend is if you're on an extremely tight budget, then look at some of the other areas that maybe you're splurging in where you could temporarily cut back. So think of non-essential items that you're spending your money on every month, whether it be entertainment and fun, alcohol, clothing, gifts. Can you take or cut back from that category and put a little bit more towards your child's education? And if you're on an extremely tight budget, then consider starting small with as little as $5 or $10 a month. It will make a difference and it'll help you get your finances back on track. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So now that you've opened up an RESP account, now it's time to make your contributions automatic. Again, even if it's as little as $20 to $50 a month, something is better than nothing. And remember, you can make a lump sum contribution at the end of the year to catch up and the government will still match it. So when it comes to making your contributions automatic, you can ask your financial institution to set this up. Some parents take their monthly Canada Child Benefit and throw it into their child's RESP. This is often direct deposited into your bank account anyway, so it works out. With the world reopening as a result of the pandemic slowly coming to an end, you might still be cutting back on certain social expenses. Social distancing is still encouraged, and this means that maintaining our social bubble during events, gatherings, and get-togethers is still extremely important to avoid spreading COVID-19. Now, because of this, you might find that you're not sending your kids to play centers as much or throwing such elaborate and large or extravagant birthday parties. There might be a benefit to the situation. If you're not spending as much money on your children as you were before, for example, maybe you would have spent close to $500 on your child's birthday, but now you're only spending $250, well, this frees up another $250 that you could potentially invest into your RESP. And while we're on the topic of birthdays, you can always ask your family for RESP donations. Special occasions like birthdays, graduations, or holidays are excellent opportunities to encourage your grandparents or the children's grandparents, relatives, and friends to actually put money into their child's RESP. I think that this is a fantastic alternative to the traditional gift that a person would get. Now let's talk about what happens to the RESP if the child doesn't go to school. There are options if your child doesn't use their RESP, so it is pretty flexible. You can keep the RESP open, you can transfer the RESP to another child, you can transfer the RESP to an RRSP, which is a registered retirement savings plan, or you can close or withdraw money from the RESP. Your child might decide later to enroll into post-secondary, so the option of keeping your RESP open is there and it can remain open for up to 36 years. This allows you more time to see if your kid still wants to go to school. Just because they don't want to go to school when they're 18 or 19 doesn't mean that they won't go back to school when they're 28. An RESP can be used for a number of different apprenticeships. For example, this includes full-time studies, 
part-time studies, and other programs that are offered through government-designated institutions. A lot of people think that it has to be like a full-time university or college, but even going to school part-time with a lot of trade schools is still another option. The other option is that if your child doesn't use their RESP balance, you could potentially transfer it to another child. So from time to time, either your child may decide not to go to university or maybe they don't qualify. And as a result, you could transfer the money from one RESP to another. You can make a transfer without any penalty if there's a common beneficiary under the transferring plan and the plan receiving the transfer. The beneficiary has to be 21 and a sibling of the original beneficiary. There are some other conditions that could apply, so my recommendation is just to speak to your financial institution before making any transfers or moves. The third option is to transfer the RESP to an RRSP. So you can transfer up to $50,000 of your contributions to a registered retirement savings plan. Your advisor can help to make sure you have the RSP contribution limit um, or room available. This option will help avoid taking a giant tax hit on the money you've earned on your plan as interest. To make a transfer, the RESP must have been in effect for at least 10 years, and all beneficiaries must be at least 21 and not seeking higher education. Now, with this option... If you've received grants, which we'll get to slowly in a moment, um, your financial institution will have to return the grants and their earnings to the government of Canada. If you decide not to transfer the money into your RSP, you will not be taxed on the amount that you contributed into your RESP, but you will have to pay taxes on the money that you earned in the plan as interest. It will be taxed at your regular income tax level, plus an additional 20%. Okay, now my favorite part about this episode that I haven't discussed yet is the grants that are available and what you can do with them. So we've already discussed how most parents understand the importance of high-quality post-secondary education. In 2022, they're actually estimating that the cost of living away from home with a four-year university education is actually around $125,000 per child. So one great way to fund your child's post-secondary education is through an RESP plan. So with the federal government, they actually provide lifetime government grants up to $7,200 and bonds of up to 2000 for eligible children. Funds contributed to an RESP up to a lifetime maximum of 50 grand per child are eligible to receive the Canadian Education Savings Grant, which is 20% of the first 2500 in annual contributions up to 500 per year. This immediate 20% return is a really great incentive to invest into an RESP for your child. So I know I just spat out a ton of numbers and you're probably like, okay, well, what's happening? But um, let's just kind of summarize the key benefits of an RESP. So the first is the free money that you get through government grants. Um, The Canadian Education Savings Grant, also known as CESG, is up to $7,200 or 20% of the first $2,500 made in contributions each year. Low- and middle-income families can also qualify for up to $2,000 from the Canadian Learning Bond. So you're essentially getting free money. Now, what are you going to do with this money? Well, once you've applied for the grant in your child RESP, that money's going to get deposited. And knowing that if you start early on, you essentially have 18 or 19 years to allow this money to grow. 
and I reference to this as tax-free compounding. All funds that you put into an RESP compound tax-free until the funds are used for educational purposes. So what this means is you know that your money is growing tax-sheltered under this umbrella. It would be very wise for you to actually take that money and invest it. You can invest your RESP funds into a variety of investment products like mutual funds, GICs, bonds, stocks, and ETFs. And this is where my masterclass on investing comes in. There's so many RESP accounts that I've seen where the money's just sitting in a savings account, not even keeping up with inflation. So your biggest takeaway is one, apply for these grants, take advantage of the free money, and then invest it into vehicles that allow it to compound tax-free. The other great takeaway is that there are a ton of flexible maturity options, which we just discussed. RESP contributions are also available tax-free. So all contributions made into an RESP are available to the contributors, who are usually the parents, or to the beneficiary tax-free when their child starts the education or their education. The parents can choose if they want to take their contributions back or gift them to their child. RESP income is taxed in the child's hand, so all income and grants are taxed in your child's hands when the funds are redeemed for their education, which usually means they will be taxed at a lower level than if they were taxed in your hands because obviously if your child's in post-secondary, they're likely not working as much, putting them in a lower income bracket. And that's everything that I really wanted to discuss in a nutshell when it comes to RESPs. Again, just to summarize, they're a great investment. Investing in your child's education is probably one of the best investments that you'll ever make and one that will keep on giving over their whole life. So look into opening up an RESP today, apply for the grants, invest that money, and consider signing up for my next masterclass on investing, which um, as of me recording this episode will be on Sunday, April 24th, at 3 p.m. But regardless, I host these classes on a monthly basis. If you click the link in my podcast description, you have the ability to register yourself. Lastly, for those of you that tuned into this episode, and if you've listened to any of my other episodes, I would love if you could leave a review. If you're using Spotify, there's a star rating system. And if you're using Apple, there's something very similar. Thanks so much and make sure you reach out to me and keep in touch with me on Instagram and share any success stories that you may have when it comes to your RESPs or any other investment vehicles that you choose to take advantage of. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.